The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and get involved with the show using hashtag TFToday. And now, on with the show. Football today, a show on the internet. My name is Greg Tupper. I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, TexasFootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at TexasFootball.com or on Facebook or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there, making us sound good today, celebrating his 70th birthday today. 70, wow. Jeremy Irons. Ooh, good one. That's a very good one. That's a solid pick right That's the there. voice of Scar. Yeah, man. That's uh, a that's, legend. That is a he's got one of the great voices of all time. Right? Oh, for sure. That's a that's a that's a top ten. Something voice. that he and I share. Today is Wednesday, September nineteenth, two thousand eighteen. Sixty four days until Thanksgiving. Episode six twenty four. Six twenty four. Herman Duran's OPS in his illustrious Texas Rangers career. Those sixty games in two thousand eight that comprised his entire Major League Baseball career. On today's show, guys, big show, two big guests, one of which is sitting to my right. We'll get to him in just a moment. Uh, but back half of the show, it's our weekly visit with Craig Way, uh, the voice of the Texas Longhorns and Texas High School Football Hall of Famer. We're going to chat about all things uh, in his wheelhouse coming up here at the back half of the show. Before I introduce our new weekly guest, uh, I'm going to implore you that if you are listening to this podcast... If you're, it's coming through your earbuds or your giant headphones or some sort of way into your or ear your dashboard canal, or your dashboard, sure, into your ear canal. Please go rate this podcast. Um, we would prefer five stars. That'd be awesome. But we want you to be honest, even um, if it's a sarcastic five star. Even we'll if take it's, it. even yeah, even if it's just like a pff, ironic five stars. Yeah. Like you're doing it while That's you're fine. twirling your mustache. Yeah. You're like, mm, well, I'll give it five stars because I'm a hipster. Um, <laughs> Please rate and comment on the podcast. It really does help grow the show. So if you could do that, uh, we will love you forever. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com. Slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com. Slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. We are so pleased to launch a new weekly segment with... Scout and recruiting analyst, you know him, you love him. He's the vice president of operations at Next Level Athlete. Proud friend of the show. Actually, proud's probably too strong. He's probably not <laughs> proud to be a friend of the show. We bring in yet another Greg, the better Greg. It's Greg Powers. Hello, hey. Greg. Hey, thanks for having me. It's Greg, Greg, and Craig on Wednesdays. It's I see Greg, Greg, and Craig. How did we not? How did we not? Think this through yeah. when we were booking the show. We don't think anything through. We really did not. So this lineup. Yeah, is. this is a very powerful lineup. This is going to be our weekly segment this week in recruiting. Uh, we've got a number of things to get to. A lot of tent poles. Uh, but uh, first and foremost, for people who may not know who you are, hey, Greg Powers, who are you? <laughs> well, Greg. You kind of got it with the introduction there, nextlevelathlete.com, where we connect colleges with the top prospects in the state of Texas. Our scouts have over 90 years 
of recruiting expertise, but also head coaching and high school coaching experience in the state of Texas, college coaching. So if you're a college out there listening to this show, why you should be signing up with Next Level Athlete is because we connect you with the top prospects in the state. Yeah, uh, we're proud to be partners with Next Level Athlete. Uh, I've been partners with you guys for a while. We're happy to launch this segment as well because it's about time somebody knows what they're talking about around here. Um, You've got a weekly column up on TexasFootball.com, appropriately named The Dump, Um, the the recruiting dump with just a lot of news and notes and and insights. Uh, It's a really great read for those who haven't uh, logged on to TexasFootball.com. Make sure you do that. Uh, But we've got a couple of things we want to talk about. We're going to name a, a commit of the week. A commit of the week, and uh, I think you did this exclusively to make Max Thompson happy. Probably. It's an Iowa. Well, 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 wait, 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 wait. Oh. Before we get to that, yes, we we have to introduce the segment, like officially. Oh. We have an intro and everything. Okay. Well, here we go. <laughs> I'm Greg Tepper. That's Greg Powers, and this is this week in recruiting. Cruden. I think we're going to go with Cruden. 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 This week in Cruden. That's good. Okay. Did, did you get the... Yeah, it's like he's doing its thing and... Cool. Sounded oh, yeah. just like a commercial. I like it. Oh, really that's did. great. All right. Can we do the segment now? <laughs> yeah, go. Okay. Uh, a lot of things to get to. Let's start with uh, the commit of the week. Commit of the week, uh, you, uh, uh, you did this exclusively to make Max Thompson happy. The well, newest, I mean... The newest commitment for the Iowa State Cyclones, Verdell Edwards. Yeah. Uh, tell us about this young man. I mean, he's a six foot one, 185 pound defensive back that plays both ways for Preston Wood Christian Academy. And we did have to throw a bone to Max this week because Oklahoma closed the game against Iowa State this week. So I know it's been a long week. Yeah, for Max just wait till Oklahoma offers this kid late in the cycle and takes him away from <laughs> Iowa State. That could very well happen because I really feel like. Edwards is a steal for Iowa State. Uh, he's been overlooked a little bit within the state of Texas, but playing at playing at Prestonwood Christian Academy, he's been a guy who's starred on both sides of the ball. Uh, he's a very tough, hard-nosed player, and I think that will fit right in with what Matt Campbell does in the Cyclones program with the Cyclones program because that's the type of football player that he likes. He's really versatile. I know that, and he can play. You know, you mentioned he plays both ways. Uh, where do you project him playing in the in in the second at the next level? Well, he's played cornerback and wide receiver a lot for for Prestonwood, but I think that he'll end up playing safety. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a big frame kid. He's long. Uh, he could probably come down into the box and make some good plays, but. Uh, free safety or strong safety that'll be yet to be determined mm-hmm. but i think as he grows and matures that safety is uh, probably his position he's a he's already bigger than greg eisworth mm-hmm. uh, you know the iowa state mm-hmm. player who's out there making all the defensive plays for them right it's about now. heart at iowa state sir it's about <laughs> it's heart about heart <laughs> my goodness um yeah so that's the commit of the week it's a very nice uh, very nice pickup for the clones up there in ames uh so a guy who just uh, kind of kind of popping up on radars now or at least he just picked up a Baylor offer. Uh we're going to name him our recruit of the week. Our recruit of the week. That we can definitely change. This is our recruit of the week. Sure. Our recruit of the week is Jahari Rogers, the uh, uh the the athlete from Arlington. Um the Colts are off to a great start, uh 3 and 0 to start the year. Jahari Rogers has been great for them. What is it about him that that sets him apart? Well, I think you'll first look at his stats and you'll see that he's playing quarterback for the Colts. He's 30 for 42 already. He's already passed for eight touchdowns you're gonna say well hey Greg why isn't this guy getting offers to play quarterback well he's getting offers to play as an athlete because that's really what he's going to do on the next level he's six foot uh, he probably doesn't have quite the measurables or the arm strength to be a quarterback on the college level uh, but he's going to be a heck of a defensive back possibly a wide receiver but I really think as he grows and matures that defensive back spot is going to be his calling card uh, 
because guys like him are tough to find. I mean, everybody wants those measurables six foot when they're looking at a defensive back. Well, he passes that, and he just needs to get some experience on the defensive side of the football. So he's only 20-20 kids, yeah. so he may be in line for a redshirt year, but it still may be too early to call that. I mean, we have to talk about these recruits so early now. It's much different than it was three to five years ago when we were only talking about this class, you know, the class yeah. of 2019. Now we have to talk about these younger kids all the time because that's what the, what the trend that the colleges are following. Uh, we're talking with Greg Powers, a next-level athlete here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation, hashtag TF Today. You know, you mentioned the younger kids. Uh, we are, uh, you know, let's let's transition in, into that. The, the underclassmen we want to spotlight this week uh, we're going to go into the trenches, the big hog mollies, and, and, and uh, to, to be starting and to be getting noticed as an underclassman offensive lineman certainly sets you apart. And two guys, Bryce Foster uh, and, and uh, Hayden Connor, uh, picked, Hayden Connor picked up a Texas offer this week. Um, these are kids who are on your radar and obviously on Texas's radar. Uh, what is it about these guys that, that have uh, your interest peaked? Well, they started as freshmen. Mm-hmm. At Katie Taylor, and mm-hmm. how about being the head coach there? You have that offensive line with Bryce Foster, Hayden Connor, and of course TCU commitment Andrew Coker. Mm-hmm. I mean, these guys are massive, and he's still got basically three full years with Connor and Foster holding down the left side of that offensive line. I mean, there, would you not run behind these guys yeah. all day long? But these are national recruits. These are guys who, you know, Hayden Connor is going to be a guy who's in the debate to possibly be the top player in the cycle mm. in that class. You know, he's that good. Uh, he's all in our mag, you know, the Dave Campbell's mm-hmm. Texas Football Magazine the past year. I mean, you saw him all over it. Bryce Foster as well. Um, Connor's that prototypical left tackle, right tackle type of player, and Foster's that interior road grader uh, that can clear pass. Yeah, Hayden Connor uh, checking in at uh, 6'5", uh, almost 300 pounds, and, and this is a kid who's just a sophomore, class of 2021 kid. Um, that, sky's the limit for, the, for both these guys? Definitely, and you can take a look. If you check out the recruiting dump this week, you can mm-hmm. take a look at their offer list. But one thing that really jumped out to me as it relates directly to Texas and this offer is that Auburn and Herb Hand was one of the first offers for Bryce mm-hmm. Foster before he came to UT, and now they've re-offered Foster. And, and he had a really cool picture where he was a young kid on the field at Texas where he was throwing up the hook'em. So maybe a preview of what's to come with him. I know that they're going to have to beat Texas A&M for his services. The Aggies have already offered him as well. Yeah, and, and you imagine that it's uh, there's going to be plenty more where that comes from for uh, for, for these two. They're, uh, they're big stars at the 2021 level. Uh, you know, there's another guy that, uh, rising up, shooting up the prospect charts. A guy who I believe had to sit out last year uh, after transferring. Uh, transfers from Azel to, to Weatherford. We're talking about Weatherford quarterback Ken Seals. Um, this is a guy who's pretty much uh, been on our radar pretty much as a freshman, maybe even an eighth grader. We've been hearing about this kid. He's just now finally getting a chance to, to shine there at Weatherford. So far, so good uh, You know, for, for him. Uh, uh, why do you think that why, – why do you categorize him as being on the rise? Well, first off, he didn't play his sophomore season. He mm-hmm. walked into this year getting scholarship offers basically off of camps, which does happen, but it doesn't really happen at the rate that he's seen it. You know, Cincinnati, Florida Atlantic, Minnesota, North Carolina State, Nevada, UTEP, and Vanderbilt already offered him before he stepped onto the field to really put together – a big highlight package, mm-hmm. you know, but there's still a lot of top programs really tracking him closely, and namely in the SEC, Alabama, LSU, and Texas A&M. Those are three schools that are really watching his progress closely, and I kind of picked him for this week because I think that first three weeks of the season 
tape wise was very important for yeah. Ken Seals, and and he's thrown for seven touchdowns to one interception. They did go one and two, but that was after an zero and ten year last year. So mm-hmm. Weatherford has a big game this week against Fort Worth Southwest. Uh, that's a winnable game for them, I think. Mm-hmm. So the Ken Seals factor is big for the community of Weatherford, and it's what he's putting down on tape is big for him. And this is a guy who you would categorize more as a pro-style quarterback as opposed to a dual threat. He's, he's got kind of functional mobility, but he's not the guy who's going to take off and run for 200 yards in a game. Definitely. He's a guy who can stay in the pocket. But one thing that I really liked about his tape early on so far this season is that he works well on the run. He works well outside of the pocket. And he's having to do a lot of that, that at Weatherford because they just don't have the protection, I think, mm-hmm. that's most desirable for you a top-tier quarterback. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to watch him. Just a junior still uh, there at Weatherford, but leading the ruse uh, and their offense. Finally, this week, uh, let's take a look ahead. You are going to uh, Thursday, you're, tomorrow. You're heading to Denton Ryan and West Mesquite. Um, going to get a look at a, a number of players there. Who, who do you have your eye on out there at, at, at Ryan and Mes- West Mesquite? Well, first off, I think all the games are going to be end up being on Thursday this week. A lot of them are starting to yeah. move because of the inclement weather coming in. Uh, but the guy that I'm definitely going to have my eye on actually plays on West Mesquite. I think they're the under, big underdog probably in this game. Probably true. But prospects-wise, they have Dalen Wright, who's a big-time Texas, or Texas A&M commit, uh, long and strong. He's a big kid. I really like watching him play. He's got that edgy attitude on the field, and he's the guy who can climb the ladder uh, and go get the football. And their running back, Ty Jordan, is mm-hmm. a ball of a lightning on the football field. I mean, this guy is one of the top athletes in the state, regardless of class. And if you're keeping your eye on Denton Ryan, 2021 prospect Billy Bowman. Yeah. I mean, this guy could probably play on either side of the football, at corner or at wide receiver, but he's going to get a lot of offers. And, of course, they have Oklahoma commit Spencer Sanders, who's transferred from Colleyville Heritage uh, to Denton Ryan. Yeah, and and for me, Billy – Drew Sanders. Drew Sanders. Drew Sanders. Yeah. Spencer, San- uh, Spencer yeah. Sanders. No, no, no. That's an yeah. easy mistake to but, make. Yeah. But Sanders and Sanders right. didn't Ryan. Yeah. Good no, catch. No, no, no. Um, I, get, I get that. And and the one th- other thing on Billy Bowman, mm-hmm. already a Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week nominee this yes, year. Yes, he is. Three interceptions in one game. He's he's made big strides, and I remember seeing him. Uh, I went to a Ryan game last year, and he flashed as a freshman. And when you're able to do that at Ryan, at a program like that, and see the field, then you know Dave Hennigan doesn't just throw freshmen out there. And, and Billy Bowman was getting some serious run there for Ryan last and year. And that's what opened my eyes to possibly, is he a defensive back on the next level? because he's only about 5'9", five, 5'10". Five, mm-hmm. um, is he going to play in the slot or is he going to be a def- defender? That three-interception game is like, wow, maybe he could play defense as well. Right. Yes, he is Greg Powers. He's with Next Level Athlete. Make sure you follow him uh, on Twitter at GPowers79 and make sure you follow Next Level Athlete at Next Level D one Powers, appreciate it. I'm going to have to call you Powers because I... There's I, too I, many Gregs in the office. Too many Gregs and Craigs, and, and it's just going to screw me up. So, uh, Powers, appreciate it. Let's do it again next week. Thanks, Ted. There he goes, Greg Powers. Recruiting, uh, recruiting analyst and VP of Operations for Next Level Athlete. We are Texas Football Today. We are here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells, and of course see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across Lone Star State. I want to invite you to check out TexasFootball.com to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. That is our subscription package. You get a year's worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com, including computer rankings of every Texas high school football team. That's up right now at TexasFootball.com. Computer projections of every Texas high school football game. That's, uh, there's 615 this week, and those projections are going up right after this show. 
So you'll get that. You also get a season's worth of Tep and Step. The new episode is up right now. That's the high school football insider podcast from Matt Step and I. We talk about high school football for an hour for you, exclusively for insiders. You get recruiting analysis from our friends at Next Level Athlete and that guy, Greg Powers. So you want that. Uh, Texas Football Today extras, all sorts of good stuff at TexasFootball.com. You get all that. You also get two magazines, the 2018 summer or 2018 recruiting edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, uh, mailed directly to you right after Thanksgiving. You also get the 2019 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, the Bible of Texas Football, the 2019 season preview. That gets mailed to you as well. All that, everything I just named, 1995 for an entire year. 1995 for an entire year makes a great gift as well. TexasFootball.com is where you can find that. Max, let's go to the hotline. And let's bring in the play-by-play voice of the only team in the state of Texas with a win over a ranked team. We go to, I guess he also talks about high school football sometimes as well. We are joined uh, by the great Craig Way. Craig, have you recovered from the wild Saturday night at DKR? <laughs> yeah, it was, you know, it, it's funny you bring up the word wild. But really about the only wild stuff that's happening around there is the new game day environment. And those who come down there have been genuinely surprised by what they've seen with what the new AD, Chris Del Conte, and, and Drew Martin, his his senior associate uh, vice president, a, uh, associate AD, have done in completely revolutionizing, at least for the unit, for, for Longhorn fans, the game day environment and atmosphere of, of having, uh, having uh, live music and having the food trucks and all of the stuff that they say really kind of represents Austin they want they want some all that and it's been a it's been a smash hit the first two home games and I imagine uh you know we'll we'll see it probably well on display again this Saturday before they play TCU uh so let's let's talk a little bit about uh delve into the high school ranks uh Anthony Chris the head coach at Arlington Sam Houston was just in the Dave Campbell's offices and and he mentioned to me that uh you know because of the rain and and all the weather that we've had the first two or two of the first three weeks and what is projected to be uh rain and and weather big weather across the state uh here uh this friday uh he said that he feels like he doesn't necessarily have uh as good of a read on on which teams to expect that that are separating themselves uh, as others I, I tended to agree with him but I'm interested in your take on that do you feel like because of the weather there's a lot more mitigating circumstances and you're you're not necessarily ready to make that leap with a number of teams yeah absolutely at least in the ones that you would say uh, you weren't sure uh, it could be a team that you could think could finish anywhere from second place to fourth or fifth maybe in the district I think I think most folks, felt like you know if there's a team that's really really good like I, I, you could you could have Noah's Ark rain style flood and Alito is still going to be really good mm-hmm. uh, you know I don't think that that's that's going to be affected by that or Allen or or, or uh, you know some of those teams as well but some of the teams that uh, well we talked about this last week Tep that the fact that when you have some of those interclassification matchups like we see, especially in the Super Centex region, when you got a lot of towns that are kind of close to one another, uh, you know, like a, a Rockdale and a Lexington and Giddings, all up and down that Highway US 77 corridor in that area, you'll see teams that are that are pretty close regardless of classification. They might be pretty close in enrollment. And on on one given night, one side wins. On the other given night, if they were to play again, the other side might win, and the rain might have something to do with that. And if and if you get a couple of teams like that that are in the same district, yeah, it could kind of wreak havoc with it if you have to 
push a game back. And it was another thing we talked about. If you, you, you have to push a game back to a Saturday or, heaven forbid, on a Monday like they did in the playoffs uh, a couple years back and go through all of that, and then the five-day rule comes into play. So a, a one-week decision becomes a three-week consequence as a result of that, of, of the time that you have to go in between. So I do agree with Coach Chris and, and you that, that it can have some effect on being able to judge just how good or how not good a certain team might be based on the weather. You know, and it's been kind of all over the state. This this weather has affected different areas. We had the Coastal Bend in South Texas get affected, uh, and then uh, the DFW Metroplex in East Texas get affected as well. It sounds like it's going to spread into the big country as well this week. Uh, but that kind of brings up the topic of regions and you know, coming into the year, I felt like the Houston area had a chance to have a really good, deep year uh, crop of teams. I'm not sure my opinion has necessarily changed, but I also look at a couple of other regions around the state, and I'm really impressed with the depth that they have there. Are, are there any regions of the state geographically uh, that have jumped out at you and you say, oh, you know what, That maybe there's maybe there's more contenders here than I thought there were? Well, I'm, I'm on board with you about Houston. I, I thought going into the year, uh, and the weather not only has not altered that change, uh, it, it has not altered my opinion on it, it, it might even have strengthened it, uh, an area like the Golden Triangle. Because mm-hmm. they, 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 they seem to, uh, you know, puns included here, weather it well. I guess, you know, they, they, they seem to deal with it uh, well. Uh, Newton obviously deals with it, but we knew Newton was going to be really good. And that, and, and I think both of us said, yeah, West Orange starts one and two, but they should probably be okay. We, we think that, that, that the Mustangs will be all right. And, and there's some other teams out of that area looking and go, okay, yeah, well, they might be, they might be okay. Um, you know, I, I think clearly, uh, the Dallas forward area is going to be as strong as it always is, if not stronger with some of the other teams that are rising up. I mean, did, did you or I before the season began say, Frisco Reedy could be a really, really dangerous team. I think we thought they'd be pretty good, uh, but to be where they are right now. So there's, there's, you know, there's a few of those I think that that kind of catch our eye in in the regions. But the big markets clearly, uh, DFW, Greater Houston, Greater San Antonio, to a lesser extent, the Greater. Austin area, which mm-hmm. is pretty top-heavy. If you have those, I think those are the ones that speak to you the most. We're talking with Craig Way, the Texas High School Football Hall of Famer here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation. Hashtag TF Today. Um, so now we roll on into week four, and week four, as you know, is big week for uh, uh, buy. Uh, it's a b- very large week for Idle. Idle is a big contender this week. I feel really good about their chances to come out uh, it, with with a couple of wins this week. Uh, only we'll have to slog through only 615 uh, Texas high school football games this weekend. It's it's uh, it's tough. I know that you're struggling with it. I'm struggling with it with with this bye week uh, that that we're going to be missing a lot of these a lot of these teams. Yeah, I, I loved your tweets about that when you said, what is it, 17.9%, about 18% yeah. of the UIL schools in the UIL system will be playing mm-hmm. with uh, 221 schools or whatever. And you said that leaves us with 615, 615 publics and privates, uh, combined thoughts and prayers for everyone. Uh, you know, yeah, some, I said only in Texas can you have that many schools uh, uh, not have a game on a week and you still have plenty of good ones to choose from as well. I, I give you an example in the greater Austin area in the central Texas area, you have an entire district taking a buy 13, five AD two, where it's like, take a powder kids. We'll, we'll talk next week. <laughs> and you can really only do that 
When you think about the math, mm-hmm. uh, you, you can really only do that if you have an 18 district. Oh, yeah. Hard to do. Uh, you can do it in a 16 district, uh, and but but all the planets and stars got to align because in a 16 district, when you've got five non-district games, teams are scrambling enough as it is just to fill out the dance card to make sure they have five non-district opponents. Ask Liberty Hill what, what they're having to go through. So uh, you, you have that. So to, to tell an entire district, okay, we're taking what would be week six off as an entire district. Go find yourself five non-district opponents, take a week off, and then the last five weeks of the regular season, you know, we go head-to-head and we decide. That's easier said than done in a 16 district. In an eight-school district, yeah, you can do that because you're talking about three non-district games. And as we've long discussed, uh, eight seems to be the ideal number for coaches. If you were to ask, if you did a poll, I'll bet you uh, the vast majority of coaches would say, what's the perfect size for a district? Uh, The vast majority would say eight because you get your three weeks of non-district play in. You can figure out what you need to do. You can heal some bumps and bruises, but you don't run the risk of losing somebody in week five in a non-district game and then not having them for district competition. That's two more games that you have to play that have no bearing whatsoever on whether or not you wind up in the postseason. So three seems to be the ideal number, and it really seems to be the ideal number if you're going to say to the entire district, hey, we're yeah. taking a week off. Go enjoy it, everybody. Yeah, it, 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 that, you're exactly right. And, and so if, if you see entire slates of, of games that are just – buy for for districts you now know why those are 18 districts um we're talking with craig way the texas high school football hall of famer uh craig i I know there's one game in the austin area uh there's a number of them that are interesting but i know there's one game that has you geeked up and i know that there's a lot of people uh, especially around pflugerville texas who are geeked up about it uh hendrickson and vandegrift um it it sure seems like uh, if you're Vandegrift, after a win last week, kind of eking it out over Cedar Ridge, it sure seems like you're looking at this Hendrickson game and saying, guys, if we can win this game, it's it's certainly not smooth sailing because it's a tough district, but it's, I mean, this is the this is the biggest game left on their schedule, right? Uh, I, I don't think there's any doubt about it. It's it's definitely the most crucial, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, you still have to deal with Stony Point, who's pretty mm-hmm. solid, and and there's some other. Uh, teams, you don't want to sleep on uh, round rock. It's, it's hard to tell. And by the way, it's kind of a weird deal when you're in a nine-team district and you're the one that has the buy the first week of district play. That's that's kind of weird. And and Round Rock had to deal with that uh, last week, and Hayes had to deal with that last week as well. But you know, Vandegrift did it with defense, mm-hmm. and and going into uh, coming back to beat Cedar Ridge, and if they're going to have a shot to be just an absolutely, uh, you know, dynamic and explosive Hendrickson team. They're going to have to do it with defense. Again, last week I said that, that you know, they've, they've got a really good secondary Vandegrift did. I said, but they've got to start with the run, stop at the run. And if they're going to do that, they have a junior linebacker in Jax McCauley, who's pretty good. And I said, he's going to have to have a pretty good game. Well, tell me if you think he had a good game last week. He had 15 and a half tackles and a pair of sacks. Fifteen and a half, and a pair of sacks in the game. He's going to probably have to have another game like that, and his teammates along with him, if they're going to have a shot to knock off Hendrickson this week. Uh, and, and finally, Craig, I know you're going to be on the call for uh, TCU and Texas. Uh, this game will be uh, on at 
2.30, uh, 3.30, I'm sorry, 3.30 Saturday at DKR Memorial Stadium. Uh, I know you're obviously excited about the game, TCU versus uh, you know the Horn Frogs and, and Longhorns in a, a Big 12 clash, uh, but I want to know, uh, do you think there's a possibility that we see a fight between Bob Schieffer uh, and Matthew McConaughey? That would be fun, wouldn't it? I, I mean, I'd look, be into it. You know, and, and I would not bet against Schieffer. You know, he may he may be he may be advanced in age, but he is a spry Texan. He's wily. So it, 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 would, it would not surprise me if that if that were the case. It should be a lot. But now you, I'm surprised you didn't ask me about the the call bomb I had on my show this morning with yes. the family doc. Yeah, by by all means, please please run your uh, run our listeners through what happened on your show there on uh, uh, on the horn and in Austin. Well, you know, we do we do several different things. Obviously, we're looking over the, the stuff and then uh, across the state. And you join me on every Monday to give the statewide perspective. But by and large, it's a lot about what's going on in the greater Austin, Central Texas area. And we visit with with several of the coaches. We visit with uh, Hank Carter, like Travis, on Tuesday. With Drew Sanders of Vandegrift on Thursday. Jeff Abels of Bowie on Friday, and other coaches on Wednesdays. Todd Dodge, the head coach of Westlake comes in the studio because it's five minutes from campus, from the Westlake campus, and comes in and hangs out. We, we do about a half an hour each week. And we talk about, obviously, the, uh, the chaparrales. We talk about Westlake, but we talk about uh, general topics of high school football. And I happen to bring up the fact that last Friday, because Westlake had the Friday off because they had played on Thursday, that he was able to go up to Southlake and see his son, 29-year-old Riley Dodge, coaching the South Lake Carroll Dragons against Odessa Permian. Exciting finish to the ball game with Carroll holding on to win 24-20. And I was asking him about that, and he said it was a lot of fun. It was this and that. And I said, was it kind of weird being on the sidelines? Because Todd was actually on the sidelines, on the Carroll sideline while the game was going on. I said, was it kind of weird uh, being on the sideline and not coaching? He said, yeah. It was the first time he'd been on the sideline, uh, on the home sideline for Carroll, since the last game of district play in 2006 oh, wow. against Grapevine. So it was weird. It was strange. I said, do you think Riley thought it was a little bit strange? He said, no, I think he was dialed in. I think it was, I said, well, let's ask it. <laughs> I had lined up Riley to call in, and Riley, we had him on the line. And I said, well, let's ask him. Riley was it weird. He goes, hey, Pops, how you doing? <laughs> so you should have seen Todd, the look on Todd's face. It completely took him by surprise. We had a great conversation. We talked a lot of stuff. And then, and then the, I don't know that this is necessarily newsworthy, Tep, but I'll tell you this. It took me by surprise. At the end of the conversation, I said, odds are probably uh, Carroll's going to be Division One in the playoffs. Westlake will be D2. I said, so you guys wouldn't face. So, in other words, as long as you're the coach at Carroll, as long as you're the coach at Westlake, we're probably never going to see you guys play, right? And Todd Dodge, the elder, said, oh, I don't know about that. I think that that might work out. And and then Riley said, boy, Craig, he just kind of jumped right on that, didn't he? And then Todd said, well, that's what you said on the golf course this summer. Yeah, Let's get it together. love it. If it. Yeah, he said if it works out, he said, uh, and it benefits both schools in a non-district game, why not? Uh, so we got off the air. We said, yeah, all we need to do is get like a big sponsor. He goes, maybe if they want to do it a neutral site. I said, look, if you're going to do this, do it at, like in your schedule and two-year cycles. Let's let Let's let – Carroll and Westlake play at AT&T Stadium in Arlington one year, and the next year play at DKR, Texas Memorial Stadium in Austin. Do it like that, backyard games for both of them, get some big corporate sponsor and call it the Dodgeball Classic or something. You know, could be he, fun. Is, he is Craig Way. He's the Texas High School Football Hall of Famer and apparently matchmaker. <laughs> 
uh, <laughs> game catch, impresario, right? <laughs> catch his fine work on the horn in Austin, as well as on the uh, the IMG Texas Radio Network, uh, and then of course on Fox Sports Southwest on High School Scoreboard Live, coming to you at eleven o'clock. Craig, appreciate your time as always. I will see you on Friday, and we'll do this again next week. Look forward to it, Tap. See you then. There he goes, Craig White, the Texas High School Football Hall of Famer, joins us every Friday here on. Tech, or Wednesday, rather. Yeah. It's me every yeah, Friday. That's where it is. Every Wednesday. What day is Texas it? football. This isn't today. Russia. Is this Russia? I don't know. Caddyshack joke. Uh, and now we go to Max Thompson for America's second favorite segment, Final Thoughts. We had uh, some more clamoring for this to be the first part of the show, which I appreciate. <laughs> How do you lead off with comments? Right. I appreciate the sentiment because it is the best part of the show. It's also called Final Thoughts. But you need the thoughts to be final. If we started the show with final thoughts, the show would last three they'd be, minutes. They'd be first thoughts. They'd be first thoughts. Uh, anyway. You people. Russell Wilburn is skeptical of our computers uh, picking Giddings by eight over uh, Cameron Yo this weekend. I mean, it's a bigger school on a hot start. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, the, 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 w- w- the way that the computer works, guys, is you got to remember that if you overachieve – its expectations, then you, it's going to expect you to continue to overachieve, and it's going to bump you up in the rankings. And so, for example, Giddings, basically by beating the tar out of a good Wimberley team, they've shot up. Cameron Yo has been kind of steady as she goes. I'll say this. I think it's a close game. I, I like the idea that it's a it's a one-touchdown game. I don't know which way it goes, but you'll have to tune in the picks tomorrow. Yeah. Is that I've, it? I've seen the picks. Yeah, I know. Uh, They're not that good. No. Uh, Josh, I'm going to say... Gomert, either Gomert or Gomert. We'll go with it. Uh, he's he's saying Temple undefeated, state champs. Yes, Here they, they come, baby. They're, yes, they're they gonna. They're, he said he would not be surprised to see him in the state championship game. I think it's a little early for that, but I like the enthusiasm. Things have gone very well for them so yeah. far. And yeah. and the the one thing I'll say about Temple, and remember, um, you can have um, uh, if you if you if you have questions about specific teams, remember we have um, yeah uh, Mailbag Friday uh, coming yeah. up. But right now, I mean, the computer loves them, and and I think you have to put them, you know, considering they're in Region Three of Six A Division Two, um, there's some tough teams in there. But right now, computer likes them, and and they're, I think that Jared Wiley has um has I think impressed me in a way that I did not expect at quarterback, yeah. and that's what my thoughts on for that. sure for a tight end. He looks pretty freaking good. <laughs> uh, Eddie Jackson says, hey, fellas, I ditched a business meeting so I can listen. Smart. Yeah! I, I'm done telling you people. Works stupid. I'm, I'm, I'm done telling you people you have bad ideas. You're here already. I, That's I already like, a bad idea. I feel like it's self-explanatory. Uh, during our recruit, recruiting segment, John Velo says, uh, we need to start looking at this number 34 kid in comfort. I feel like John might be biased. Mm, That's just my, just my hint. I will say, by the touch. way, if you're a Texas high school football coach and you're listening or you're viewing this show, um, we are offering tours of the studio. That's what uh, Anthony Chris from uh, yeah. Arlington Sam Houston came in to do. Uh, we just want to see see the office. Just came through. So come on by. We're in Louisville. Yeah, the uh, the new DCTF HQ is uh, lit, as the kids say. Pretty swanky. Uh, it's pretty nice. Um, Sean Burnett, Manville super fan, he's standing up for me, and I appreciate mm-hmm. that. Although he, he's he, while I appreciate him being a fan of me, mm-hmm. uh, he, he's got to understand my ethos on this show. Mm-hmm. He says it's Max, Greg, Greg, and Craig. Uh, Max has to be listed since without him there is no show, which is true. 100%. And he needs some love, too, gosh darn it. This is all not inaccurate, but I'm a ghost. You're a ghost. I'm the other guy. There's a reason. Let's let's not get carried away, guys, by naming me and acting like... There's a reason reason that we give him a fake name at the top of every show. Yeah. Guys. He didn't want that. He'd be mad if I were to just 
go out and say his name all over the place. Yeah. Uh, John Velo admits he is biased, but eight touchdowns in three games. Mm-hmm. Fair point, man. Absolutely. Fair point. Uh, and I have not seen this. Maybe you have. Rusty Nix, Nix said, did you guys see High Island canceled their football season due to only having 12 players? Have you seen no, that I haven't. I'll have to look at But that, that happens uh, in the small school ranks. That mm-hmm. is a thing that happens, unfortunately, and uh, it, it, it'll it happen this early in the season yeah, sometimes. It's, unfortunately, well. It's always a bummer when it does, but... Uh, and finally, we're going with a bold prediction on the back end. Brandon Taylor says Victoria West will beat Victoria East. I feel like that's a fair prediction based on how they've started. Um, and just for your own edification, two people, I'm not going to name them, Jacob John, wanted to and, and Lehman Saunders, wanted to ask Craig their own questions. <laughs> okay. Uh, look, we love you guys, but... Let's you guys get, have probably let's, better let's, questions. Let's not get carried away. And it's no that doesn't matter. If you if you want by the way, if we're on, ever on the air and you have a question for uh for somebody we have on, yeah. you gotta get to me on Twitter. Yeah. Hashtag TF today. That's kind of why I say yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, Twitter is a lot more immediate. I'm not, I don't have Facebook pulled. If you guys want to talk to Twitter dur- or talk to Tepper during during the show? You need to hit him up on uh, Twitter. If Hashtag you wanna, TF today. If you want to talk to me? I'll be in the Facebook comments. Yes. That's about the best that's we can do. Want. So that's it. That's gonna do it for us. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Thank you to Greg Powers. Thank you to Craig Way. Thank you to who was your fake name today? Oh, um, uh, Jeremy Irons, uh, and thank you for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Vince Young, please get your player of the year trophy tomorrow, one-hour super show here on Texas Football Today.